1: Hello, namaste, welcome to Far From Fact. Join us, Keshav Naidu, and me, Hussein Merchant, as we solve pertinent world issues in
0: an attempt to make the world a better place. Make the world a better place? Okay, uh, we'll leave it the way we found it.
1: In this episode, we talk about a Malaysian drive through wedding, a Nepal airline that flew passengers to the wrong destination, and a Kazakh bodybuilder, who married a sex doll. Enjoy. Enjoy. Alright, Hussain. Hey, hey, Keshav. Guess where I am. Yeah, where, where are you from? Where are you signing in from? We are... I'm connecting from
0: uh, deep, deep, deep in the south. Okay. In my, I'm at my uh, hometown, you can say. My okay. father's hometown. Okay. And when I say town, I'm exaggerating. It's a small village. Okay. Of, <laughs> <laughs> in the back of the beyond uh, but it's great we have wifi mm-hmm. I'm lucky to have wifi here and you have uh, electricity also we have electricity also yeah yes but mm-hmm. fingers crossed let's hope we oh. have it for the duration
1: of <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this because you know I just realized <laughs> something wifi without electricity is quite useless no <laughs> it's useless yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay so yeah. you were just talking about uh, how you're seeing so many different kinds of birds and yeah, domesticated yeah, yeah. animals in the background. Yeah, so there's,
0: if you hear, like, okay, it's quite beautiful here, lots of interesting, mm. like genuinely birds, birds. And uh, it's quite nice the sounds you hear, lots of chirping, lots mm. of birds. Mm. Livestock, you'll hear goats. So, if you do hear any goats or cows in the back. Please
1: excuse me. Uh, That's cool. You know. So if there are any goats or cows in the background that want to yeah. feature on our year end episode, <laughs> this
0: is their chance. This is their chance. <laughs> their their <laughs> dreams of superstardom have
1: come true. <laughs> <laughs> Being featured on Far From Fact. <laughs> cool, cool, man. So should we jump into our first, epi- first uh, topic? Yes, let's jump in. Yeah now the first topic is from Malaysia and surprise surprise it is about a wedding so it is also about a wedding during the pandemic but and
0: uh, i would like to kind of do a footnote here yeah and also mention that you know there are two two of our topics today are marriage related yes and it's it's kind of interesting because this is also uh, listeners must know that Hussain just celebrated his first anniversary. Yes, thank so, you, thank you. happy anniversary Hussein and Sakina.
1: Thank you, thank you, man.
0: So, the I think the marriage uh, special stories only do justice to this week. Yes, yes. Cool,
1: cool. So, yes. this is a very, very relevant topic. It is about a couple that just got married. And yes. it's from December 22nd. So, you know, just uh, last week. And the couple hosted ten thousand guests at a drive-through wedding amid the pandemic. So, wow, ten thousand yeah. is a big number of guests, right? Big, big number. So it says that while many couples have postponed their weddings or eschewed big celebrations in favor of small, intimate gatherings amid the coronavirus pandemic, one couple in Malaysia managed to skirt COVID restrictions to host 10,000 guests at their wedding. Man. Now, uh, yeah. I, I think the, this is a little misleading though because the article explains it in more detail. Hmm. So, let's not judge the couple too quickly. Okay. Yeah. Now, according to the BBC, okay, so legit, uh, legitimate respectable source. Respectable story. Respectable story. The groom and the groom's name is Tengku Muhammad Hafiz. <laughs> The first name had me, man. <laughs> Tengku. <laughs> Tengku. So, Tengku is the son of an influential politician. And his bride, her name is Oshian Allegia So, they held a drive through event for thousands of wedding guests. And this was held in Putrajaya, which is just south of the capital of Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur. Right. Now, this is how they organize the full thing. So on Sunday morning, the newlyweds sat outside a government building as wedding guests drove past in their cars. Guests had to keep their windows rolled up as they waved to the wedding party. This unusual wedding ceremony allowed the couple to adhere to social distancing rules even as Malaysia faces a new wave of coronavirus infections. Uh, Tengku Adnan that is Tengku Muhammad Hafiz's father so okay. he is a former cabinet minister and he shared photos from the wedding on Facebook saying that uh, I am informed that more than 10,000 cars are here since morning and him and his family are very honoured thank you to all for understanding and adhering to the procedures. Now the I think the climax of the whole function is it says that before the guests left, they were also treated to a unique wedding feast where they only picked up pre-packaged food from a nearby tent. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so, cooked food. I am yeah, hoping it was cooked food. So probably, you know, they had planned the route in such a way where you first pass by that building, you wave to the couple then you go to the tent and you pick You're up your food often. and you go. Uh, it, uh, it this guy also says that uh, it took three hours for all the attendees to drive by. That's the story about the husband and the wife. The tengukus, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tengukus. <laughs> now mysteriously, yeah. the article ends with just one sentence, <laughs> and that sentence is: the wedding took place. Just a day before the groom's father was found guilty in a corruption case and sentenced to a year in prison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's like a
1: tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, when Netflix wants to
0: reel really you in for a new season. Yeah. <laughs> a cliffhanger.
1: <laughs> Teng <Tank> 2. Teng <laughs> 2. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs>
0: Oh man. <laughs> I, think, I think I laughed so hard it came out of my nose. <laughs> so, um, w- what should we focus on? Because it's. I think we'll focus on Teng 1.
1: Yeah, now. let's focus on on Junior Teng. Junior, junior Teng. Ten. Cool. Yeah. cool. Because his is the happy, it's a wedding story. Happy. Let's focus on the wedding. Yeah. So, 10,000. People pass by. That's a lot of cars, right? Yeah, yeah. It says ten thousand cars. So cars. it may be 20, 30 thousand people. My god. So, so so okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Now that this wedding happened, there are two uh ways we can look at it. Okay, one is the people getting married, and the second is the guests. So, first let's look at this from a guests' point of view. Yeah. Um uh, would you attend such a wedding happily happily now because you don't need to know the people also and you're getting food at the end of the thing yeah and uh, you don't have to dress up you
0: yeah man it's like going so, for an office uh, zoom call right
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: like i could drive i could go to this wedding in my boxers hmm
1: you, you could not be even naked also
0: not naked waist down <laughs> Just wear a tank top, just enough to cover. <laughs> just above the belly button. <laughs> and the, the, even the rest of it, you know, normally at a wedding, there's a line for food. Yeah. None of go that. go on right? stage
1: you, and meet the couple, all no that No awkward nonsense. conversations. No having yeah. to
0: meet relatives you don't want to meet. Mm-hmm-hmm. Or make small talk, like you said. And then you go to a tent, you pick up your food and you go. For safety concerns, they could have gone one step ahead. They could have just given you ingredients. Oh, wow. Okay. Take it home
1: and cook. Okay, okay. Do you think the attendance would have been less then if it would have been only ingredients? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> then that's
0: like saying go shop. Yeah. On the way, yeah. wave. Wave. <laughs> <at us. laughs>
1: yeah, then the attendance wouldn't have been 10,000. Yeah. And then, you know, people, I don't know about Indonesians or or Malaysians, but I know that Indians would kind of finish off all the good ingredients in the first 200 cars only. So all the chicken, all the mutton, all the, you know, prawns, fish are all over. And then the last, last 9,000 cars are just getting tomatoes, rice, (laughs) salt, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I have another thought, okay? If uh, uh, what I would do, Hmm. if I was, say, desperate for the packaged food, then Hmm. I would take multiple chakras in my car. So, do you think the actual attendance must have been, say, one and a half, two thousand (laughs) cars? Same cars are looping around.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they're going home and started, started their cloud kitchen at home. guys have fallen short (laughs) they are ordering from the slave cloud kitchen (laughs) because they're getting the same packs
1: (laughs) you know now I think we've spoken enough about about the guests if I were the planner the wedding planner or the person organizing I would definitely you know map the number plate or something so that per car there is only one packet of food or if there are three people in that car, then three or four pe- per packets of food. Yeah. Because this would be my first worry. You know, yeah. the, 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 suddenly from from other countries also, cars are driving into Malaysia because they know that there is <laughs> food packet given at the wedding. <laughs> you know how when you
0: go to cast a vote, yeah. they put a indelible yeah. like ink on your finger yeah, yeah here you know you should put ink on your tongue <laughs> when you go in, if you want food you have to show your tongue first <laughs> if there's a
1: mark on it you'll get a slap <laughs> So, you know, a great term, to build on to your idea, <laughs> yeah. in the food packet itself, huh. you give one food item that leaves a mark on your tongue. <laughs> leaves a die. <laughs> leaves a mark on your
0: tongue. For, for one month. <laughs> Done. <laughs> what a
1: superb idea then. <laughs> and then, no, the people don't have to wave to the couple. They have to open their mouth and show the <laughs> tongue Stick to the, tongue the tongue. couple. <laughs> Real life emoji. (laughs) We have to thank our listener Namrata Shivani and uh, also her friend Dhaval. The friend Dhaval has shared this topic with Namrata to share it with us.
0: Thank you Dhaval. Thank you Namrata for sending us such a gold mine story.
1: (laughs) So this story is from Kazakhstan. So this is about uh, Mr. Yori Tolochko from (laughs) Kazakhstan, who has married his sex doll, Margot, in November. And now the news article is not about the marriage, but the news article is because his wife, that is the sex doll, is broken and is currently being repaired poor okay. thing poor so, thing yeah so Mr. Yori Tolochko is a bodybuilder from Kazakhstan who married a sex doll in November almost a year after dating her so he has <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh
0: god just I thought the jokes were over
1: <laughs> yeah so they dated for, for a, about year. a year now Yori Tolochko currently he says he is waiting for his wife Margot ...to be repaired for Christmas Day, which is January 7th in Kazakhstan.
0: Oh, they were different Christmas Day. Yeah,
1: yeah, quite. This country just keeps giving. Just keeps giving. (laughs) So, Yuri had proposed to Margot in December last year... ...and the couple was scheduled to get married in March. However, the plan got postponed due to the pandemic... ...much like for many human couples... The wedding was delayed a second time after Yuri was attacked during a transgender rally in October. (laughs) But why? (laughs) Man, this is, I I don't don't know where to look. I don't know where to look. article is it's the article is like from 2050 it's just so normal you know all, all of these things are chill <laughs> they dated for a year <laughs> so after all these uh, hiccups the wedding <laughs> finally took place in november with dozens of guests
0: Beautiful. now uh,
1: now less than a month after the wedding Margot has mysteriously broken. So, Yuri now says that her safe return would be a gift for both of them. He says that she is broken, she is being repaired currently, and she is in another city. When she recovers, it will be a gift for both of us. Yuri also talks a bit about their relationship. He says that when I presented her photo to the world, there was a lot of criticism. And she began to develop a complex. So, we decided to have plastic surgery. She has changed a lot. It was at a real clinic with real doctors. Oh my god.
0: What was the surgery? Like, what did, what um, did she get fixed? It,
1: doesn't say? Yeah, it doesn't say that. Uh, she also has a favorite dish. And uh, <laughs> Yuri says that she also swears sometimes. But there is a tender soul inside of her. You know, after all of this, I'm not surprised that he got into a fight at a transgender rally. Yeah. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Like, I, also, I don't know if he got into a fight as much as he got beaten up. <laughs> Slightly different. Man, where do we start with this, yeah? Where do you start with this story,
1: man? So do I, you I know where like to start, actually. Should... It, starts at okay, a, okay. it starts with mental health. Absolutely. That's what. I was just and going for that. There. And it ends there. Yeah. And he seemed happy, man. That's what's important. Yeah, he
0: seems happy. Now he's just waiting for... for part to know.
1: come from the US or Parts whatever. Part to come,
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all his social outings will be, like, explaining why... Uh, How parts being stuck in... Yeah, because parts are stuck in custom. That's why she (laughs) couldn't come.
1: Or the wife is only stuck in custom.
0: (laughs) She was carrying contraband. No, no, all of her... She is contraband. (laughs)
1: And clearly, you know, it seems like he has a lot of money to spend. Yeah, spare. he has. Because he, he imagine getting a already plastic doll plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over
0: that. I just can't get over that. Like the jokes are already
1: written in this story. There's nothing more we can do. So do you, you feel like it. the, yeah, man, you know, th- I am still not over the fight he got into at the transgender rally. <laughs> at that, right, yeah. <laughs> do you think he took Margot along with him there and yeah. someone just, you know, passed some comment saying that, Array, this is for transgenders, this is not for uh, dolls or something like that. Yeah. And that got him really angry and he got into a fight.
0: Yeah, maybe he just picked her up and started beating those people (laughs) with like. (laughs) She became his weapon of choice that evening. That's how she broke. (laughs) That's how she broke. (laughs) We've solved this (laughs) mystery.
1: So, Keshav, uh, this is from uh, Nepal. We are covering, you know, a lot of Southeast Asian regions this episode. The headline says that Nepal's private airline flew 69 passengers to the wrong destination. Okay. And uh, before we jump into the topic, uh, thank you to Rishit Negi, our listener and Instagram friend. Our regular listener, regular contributor of
0: topics. Thank you, Rishit.
1: Thank you, Rishit. So uh, I'll try and, you know, explain the situation now because it is slightly technical. Now, in summary, the passengers were bound for Nepal's Janakpur uh, destination. They were in for a surprise after they ended up in Pokhara, which is 255 kilometers away from the actual destination. And the article says that it was a rare flight mix-up by a leading private carrier and uh, that private carrier's name is Buddha Air. So now why this happened? Firstly, they start off by saying that the weather was not very favorable for flights on that day. So they were using whichever windows of good weather they found to uh, get passengers on board and take off as quickly as possible. Okay, so there was already a struggle to find a good window of clear weather so that people could complete all the boarding, etc. Flight could take off and go to its destination. Now, this is where the mix-up happened. The flight number, it seems, was changed and the difference between Janakpur and Pokhara in terms of flight time was about 15 to 20 minutes. The ground staff, it says they it says they transferred all these sixty-nine passengers of the original flight that was scheduled to Janakpur to a new flight, which was actually right. cleared for Pokhara. But the problem it seems is everything was in order, but the ground staff and flight attendant failed to brief the flight's captain and co-pilot that the flight's number had been changed. Oh, Yeah, so the root of the problem, it seems, is that there was a miscommunication between the ground staff and the pilots. The pilots also did not look at the passengers' manifest. And uh, according to some aviation experts, they say that such incidents happen, but they happen quite rarely. All in all, they are saying that it is a problem. However, it is not a safety lapse. It is a lapse of management. That's what uh, the authorities are kind of concluding. There will definitely be an investigation and penalty and all of that. But they say that these things may happen once in a blue moon. And this is one of those incidents.
0: Especially when the flying time is very similar. Yeah,
1: yeah. And weather is, you know, not favorable, all of that. So they
0: are uh, saying that they are not surprised these things happen.
1: Yeah, they're saying that these things happen. I think more than anything, they are just happy that no one is injured, no one is hurt. Or it's not a hijack. Correct, correct. They're saying that it could have been worse when it comes to airline uh, airline incidents, you can say. Right. This is one of the less worrying ones. But you know, I'm, I'm noticing a very uh, nice tone
0: in the article. Mm-hmm. There's no... Like if something like this had happened in India or anywhere else, Mm. I feel like there would have been a fingers being pointed, a lot of anger, a lot of, are people being calm because the airline is called Buddha air? (laughs) What is going
1: on here? It's a little bit. (laughs) Probably, you know, we, uh, we are just seeing an article of an incident in Nepal, in India. So it is, uh, it's not flavored with all of the... Yeah, it's detached. If you go and talk to one of those 69 passengers, I'm sure you'll get your whole range of... Uh, <laughs> emotions. Nepali gallies, whatever they are. <laughs> fair point, fair point. So do you feel like the airline will uh, compensate these 69 passengers? I, I hope
0: they do, I hope they do. Okay. Typically, the airline compensation is a meal. Yeah <laughs> one voucher. One
1: cold sandwich. <laughs>
0: if, you know that's that's the international <laughs> compensation. You will get a sandwich at that counter.
1: And the best part is people rush huh, for that sandwich also. Because won't ni milega If you act too cool for school, won't ni
0: milega. I've done it, man. I admit, I, I have done, done it. It. <laughs> I, So once I got lucky, okay, this is a good story, where I got, uh, I was flying from, this is a Bangalore to, actually no, this is Colombo to Dubai. Okay. So about four-ish
1: four hours?
0: Four, four, five hours almost. Okay. It's a, it's slightly long. Hmm. Yeah, it's almost five hours, yeah. Hmm. And there was some technical issue and they uh, got us off at uh, Maldives. Oh, Wow. Okay. Beautiful landing. Beautiful landing. But we couldn't go out. Oh, shit. So, they left us oh. at the airport. Okay. For a few hours. Not very long. Means no, everyone was
1: on the flight. Everybody
0: was on the flight. Uh, air check as in get out of the flight. Stay at the airport for a couple of hours. As soon as they would have a new good aircraft without mm-hmm. any malfunction re- ready, they would board us back. Mm-hmm. And for that time, there was a there was food. There was a proper buffet. And a good buffet, and they instead of just a sandwich, and they gave us coupons for it. It was really, really good food. Okay. Lots of variety. Now the trouble is, when I had boarded from Colombo, hmm. I had food poisoning.
1: Oh man! Okay. I was
0: anyway. I was actually shitting my way through on that <laughs> flight.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's that's the technical that. difficulty. <laughs>
0: I am the one. There's a jet stream. In spite of that, I ate at that buffet and made it worse for myself. But the point is, Vasulneka. We are like the captains as Indians
1: of this sport. <laughs> so, you know what these 69 people needed was one Indian on that flight.
0: That yes. one
1: Indian would have milked that Buddha Brought Air so the much. airport
0: For year-end balance sheet on Buddha Air's balance sheet. That one man's dent dekhega. Do you remember what you ate at that buffet? I don't remember one specific item. But okay. it was lots of things. Wow. Okay. And uh, there was some local fare also. Okay. So, seafood, I'm guessing? Lots of seafood. And their wow. food is kind of similar to Indian food also. Correct. Correct. Not very different. Yeah. Lots of curries and that kind of, of stuff. Lots of curries, lots of coconut milk. So, mm-hmm. there's influences from everywhere. And Damn. apart from, of course, international buffet, so, so, everything. Okay. got salads and... Western
1: so, so, did you clog the Maldives to Dubai Again. flight as well? <laughs> Again.
0: <laughs> Before taking off, only the nose is up in the air. <laughs> because the rear is gone. <laughs>
1: Good job, good job. You you make us proud, Kishan. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <chef>. <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening, you guys. We really hope you enjoyed this marriage special. Yeah, and uh, we want to thank our Instagram friends who have written in to us this past week. There is Tarun. There's Coffee Sipping Bastard. <laughs> Dharam
0: Valya. With a straight face, there's Anmol Thakur And Karthik
1: Pingale. Thanks,
0: guys. Thank you. Don't forget our Insta Mojo and PayPal accounts are waiting eagerly for your clicks.
1: Yes, yes. So
0: it's Links are available in the show notes. Yes,
1: and uh, this is our last episode for 2020. Yes, so show us some new your love. Yes, please. We appreciate it. And also, happy New Year to everyone! Uh, yes, happy,
0: happy, happy New Year to y'all! This is the last episode of 2020.
1: Congratulations for surviving the year! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, congratulations to us also, Keisha, for yes. putting Big out hug. episodes. Virtual hug. Big virtual hug! We've been putting out episodes uh, very consistently, I think, all throughout the year. Against all odds! Yeah. So, congrats, man. We deserve this virtual hug. Yeah, fist bump. Cool, man. See you. See you
0: guys. See you. Bye. This message is sponsored by Amazon.
1: I want to get back
0: to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family, and lots of laughs. COVID nineteen has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.